Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, if you are a regular listener, then today's sponsor is going to sound familiar to you because I've shared about your praying friend in some previous episodes. But if you're new here, I want to direct you to my interview with Mariah Roan, who is the founder of Your Praying Friend. I interviewed her back in episode 64. It's called A Counselor's Perspective, and you should definitely go listen to that one when you have a second. I felt like it was a really powerful episode, and she's really great. Mariah is both a substance abuse counselor and an author. She offers online support at extremely affordable rates and is super passionate about serving God by serving others. Also, one of the best ways that she's able to offer support is through the sales of her books. When you do something as small as purchasing a faith-based notebook from yourprayingfriend.com, you are literally helping someone else receive the counseling they need at a price they can afford. We all use notebooks, so why not commit to shopping with a company that shares your values? I want to encourage you to just try to make this one simple change. Instead of buying your next notebook somewhere else, shop with your praying friend. All of their faith-based designs ship through Amazon, so you'll receive your book super fast. This is one little change you can make to support a small Christian business, and remember that it also costs $0 to tell somebody about your praying friend. So be sure to go join their Facebook group. It's just called the Your Praying Friend Facebook group. Also like their page and invite your friends to do the same. Just do anything you can to support your praying friend because they support us and we really appreciate that. So be sure to visit www.yourprayingfriend.com today. Hello and welcome in to episode 78 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is called Navigating Life with a Dry Drunk. So dry drunk is a term that we hear thrown around a lot in the recovery world, but you may not know exactly what that means. I kind of thought I knew what it meant back when my husband was in recovery, like new in recovery, but I wasn't 100% sure. So we're going to talk about what that means today and what to do if your husband is now uh, considered a dry drunk. So first of all, what does it mean? Well, in short, a dry drunk is someone who is currently sober but they continue to exhibit unhealthy behaviors and attitudes that are typically associated with addiction. So maybe your husband has stopped drinking recently, or maybe he stopped drinking before. But even after he stopped drinking, you notice that he was still displaying a lot of the same destructive traits. What does that look like? Well, it can look like um, problems with anger, irritability, emotional instability, a general sense of just being discontent, etc. This usually happens because even though they've eliminated the substance from their lives, they have not addressed the underlying issues that led to their addiction in the first place. So this can be particularly hard for us as wives because they finally get sober, which we've been waiting for forever, right? But 
they aren't experiencing the positive changes that we had hoped for, and we aren't experiencing the positive changes that we had hoped for. This is when you need to continue to remind yourself that you cannot control someone else's journey. That includes their recovery. So you can't control their drinking, and you also can't control their recovery. A lot of times when our husband stops drinking, we become just as tied to their recovery as we were to their addiction, sometimes even more so, because now we're so worried that he's going to slip back into unhealthy patterns and start drinking again, right? Well, being tied to their recovery is just as unhealthy as being tied to their addiction, every bit as unhealthy. So what do we do if our husband gets sober but is still demonstrating those, quote, dry drunk behaviors? Well, first, it's really important to remember that recovery is a process. Our recovery is a process. Their recovery is a process. And the biggest thing is this. Eliminating the substance, the alcohol, is the beginning of the process, not the end. Your husband is not fully recovered when he takes his last sip of alcohol. It's the beginning of the process because getting sober presents a whole new set of challenges for somebody because they're having to learn totally how to redo the way that they navigate life. They're having to navigate life in a whole new way because they are seeing it through a completely different lens of sobriety and they don't have their coping mechanism and they don't have their um, self-medication. So it's a process for them and usually, well, pretty much always a very challenging process. And so negative behaviors are going to accompany this. That's not unusual. So you want to be sure to kind of check yourself if you're starting to veer into any judgment or criticism or anything like that and try to be understanding as they navigate these new waters. Remember that they are battling their demons still, even after they stop drinking, especially right after they stop drinking, because that's the hardest part. Secondly, while you do want to show them compassion and understanding through this process, you also need to maintain your boundaries. (laughs) If the behaviors are the same as they were when he was drinking, the boundaries need to be the same as they were when he was drinking. Now, if you don't already have good boundaries in place, my Boundaries mini course is now available. That can help you work through this and come up with some. As a matter of fact, you'll walk away with some great, healthy, effective boundaries of your own if you go through that mini course. But That is just as important. It's just as important that you have good boundaries in place while your husband is navigating recovery as it was when he was deep in addiction. Hopefully your husband also has some sort of ongoing support to help him through this transition period from living life with alcohol to living life without alcohol because if someone in recovery does not do anything to get help or support for themselves um, going forward as they move through this process, then these dry drunk behaviors can actually linger long term because, as we said at the beginning, the underlying stuff is not being addressed. So whether that's, you know, a co-occurring disorder that he needs, um, you know, medical professional help with, whether that's just some stuff that he needs to work through with a therapist, whether he just needs to be in a recovery support group, whatever that looks like, getting help or support for themselves can really help diminish these dry drunk behaviors because now they're addressing the stuff that's under the surface. 
So you also may, if the opportunity presents itself and you feel led to do so, and you can do so in a loving way, if your husband is not pursuing any sort of help for themselves, you may want to just take the opportunity again, if you feel led, et cetera, et cetera, to remind them that asking for help through this transition period is a sign of strength. They don't have to do this by themselves, just like you don't have to do this by yourself. That's why I offer you, you know, resources and a membership and all kinds of stuff. So you don't have to do this alone. They don't have to do this alone either. And as a matter of fact, it's way harder if they try to do it by themselves. So while your husband is hopefully taking care of themselves and getting a, a means of support to help them, them through this process, it is also just as important that you take care of yourself even if your husband is new in recovery, you know, especially if he's got these dry drunk behaviors, because a lot of things haven't changed for you, right? He's still acting the same. He's still doing the same. He's still whatever, even though he's not actually drinking. So you really need to surround yourself with a support network too of people who understand what you're dealing with and can provide you with emotional support. Like that is still critical for you. If you don't already have that support network, of course, it is waiting for you inside of the Secret Sister Circle, which is my membership for Wives of Alcoholics. If you want more info on that, just go to MarriedToAddiction.com and you can find it there. But you also want to make sure that you have support for yourself. It's just as important, if not more important now, honestly. So make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're also taking care of yourself in other ways. Nourish your, your mind, nourish your body, nourish your spirit. And remember that even though you're not responsible for someone else's recovery, even once they're in recovery, you are still responsible for your own and you are still responsible for your own well-being. Actually, you need to go to extra lengths to take care of yourself now that your husband has stopped drinking if he has or when your husband stops drinking if he does because this presents a whole new set of challenges for you. This surprises a lot of women. It surprised me, let me tell you. When my husband came back from treatment, I thought everything was just going to be unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> and guess what? It was just the beginning of a whole new set of like, oh my gosh. A lot of women who have been in the secret sister circle will leave when their husbands get sober. And they're like, okay, I'm good. And then they come back because they're like, actually, oh my gosh, I need help. Um, and that's not unusual, you know, because we do need help. We do need continued help. And I do have several women in there whose husbands are in recovery and who have been in recovery. But their recovery, our recovery is a process, just like their recovery is a process. And just like when they walk out of the treatment center, they're not completely problem-free. Neither are we. It's a process and it takes some time. I actually have a lesson in the Secret Sister Circle on specifically how to navigate this part of the journey once your husband goes to treatment. So if that's something you need, that is also in there for you if you need that. But the bottom line is you still need boundaries. Once your husband gets sober, especially if he is exhibiting dry drunk behavior, you still need to take care of yourself. You still need support. So I hope that's been helpful for you. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Hey, one more quick thing before I let you go today. Do you follow Married to Addiction on either Instagram or Facebook or both? 
If not, I would love to have you join me over there. It's a great place to stay connected with everything that's happening with Married to Addiction. I post updates about um, my podcast episodes, of course. I post about my freebies. I post about my programs. I post uh, encouragement in the way of Bible verses and things like that. I also post just like some helpful little teaching nuggets sometimes too. So I really think that you would get a lot of value out of that as the wife of an alcoholic. And I would love to have you join me on either Facebook or Instagram or both. You can find me at facebook.com backslash married to addiction or just at married to addiction on Instagram. I hope to see you there.